1: Welcome back, folks, to the WP Tonic Show. This is episode 424. I'm on holiday. They've allowed me out of the bunker. I'm roaming. um, So the sound quality might be a little bit lower than normal, but I don't think it's too bad. And we've got a great guest with us. We've got Taylor Garms from us, and he's from Box Out Marketing. So, Taylor, would you like to quickly introduce yourself to the listeners and viewers? Sure. Well, thank
2: you first off for having me. I really appreciate it. It's always it's uh, always good to connect with great people like you and uh, and your audience. But um, my background is all with Infusionsoft. So, if uh, those of you that are familiar with Infusionsoft know it's a marketing automation platform. I was there uh, as the director of marketing and eventually the, the vice president of marketing from. 2012 or 2007 to 2012. Uh, I left in 2012 uh, and eventually started my own agency, which is marketing and focused specifically on uh, Infusionsoft customers, uh, helping them build and strategize their funnels uh, to grow their businesses. So that's kind of in a nutshell what we're all about.
1: Oh, that's great! And um, I thought Taylor would be a great person to have on the show to tell us about what his thoughts around uh, marketing automation, how it could be linked into membership, course, websites, e-learning, and I also got my great co-host Adrian. Adrian, would you like to introduce yourself to the listeners of yours?
0: Hi, everyone. My name is Adrian. I am the CEO and founder of Groundhog, and we produce marketing automation tools as well for WordPress. Uh, specifically for anybody in the WordPress community. So if you need a marketing automation sales tool, then you can head on over to groundhog.io and find out more about how you can install uh, tools like Infusionsoft directly in your WordPress website.
1: That's great. Before we start on the main part of the interview, folks, I'd like to mention one of our great sponsors, and that's Kinsta Hosting. Kinsta specialises specializes in WordPress hosting with an emphasis on membership sites, Um, WooCommerce, anything that needs a little bit of extra performance. Um, A a slow website means lost customers. Lost customers means lost revenue. Um, We've been with Kinsta for over two years hosting the WP Tonic site. They're a fantastic hosting company. You get all the bells and whistles. You get Google Cloud infrastructure. You get a fantastic UX interface. And the main thing is you get some of the best support on the market today, 24-7 support from people that really got a passion for WordPress and hosting and every technician really knows what they're talking about. So if that sounds interesting for yourself or for your clients, go over to kinsta.com and mention that you heard the, about them from WP Tonic. So Taylor, um, so in Infusion, you've obviously had a lot of experience um, I'm just going to ask you a really broad question to start off. Where where do you think um, marketing automation is in 2019, and where do you think it's going to be in a year's time? Do you see any kind of trends at the present moment?
2: Yeah. So when you look at you know technically uh, technology uh, lifecycle adaptation, um, you know typically you get new technology is launched, you get early adopters. Eventually, that technology kind of gets out to the masses um, and then there's often uh kind of in that process a splintering there's there's a bazillion companies that kind of jump onto that idea and then there's a consolidation effort you know some of the bigger ones have to buy up all the other ones um, and innovation tends to slow down during that period and then oftentimes there's another whole period of innovation and so in where are we are right now, I feel like we're in um kind of that uh, we're, we're approaching a consolidation phase. So there's been uh, you know, these tools, Infusionsoft being the leader uh, for many years, but a lot of them have, have developed. Um, they are become pretty ubiquitous. Most small businesses now are aware of some type of marketing automation, whether it be through chatbots or email marketing or whatever. And it's all splintered. There's all these different tools, a bunch of different softwares, a bunch of different approaches. It's quite confusing, actually. So I expect over the next few years, someone's going to come along and start to gobble all this stuff up and consolidate it, right, and create kind of, you know, here, here's the master tool that manages all the tools of tools, <laughs> uh, that automates everything from chatbots to email to whatever. Uh, maybe that won't happen. I don't know. But I expect that something along those lines will start to happen. Um, we're also seeing a lot of this technology being simplified and pushed down to, um, to the more pragmatic buyer uh, the, just the average small business mom and pop shop who've never got into technology maybe even doesn't have a website but realizes hey there's tr- there's people out there my audience is out there they're on facebook they're on instagram they're wherever and I can use tools to attract them and get them to buy things um, so so anyways uh, there's there's you know this this effort to get it out to everybody and have everybody utilizing these tools and then there's this consolidation thing that hasn't happened yet but i expect to happen um and with that you know maybe even after that there's a whole other period of innovation that will come uh as people start to fight against uh, the consolidation effort right (laughs) um and and who knows what that'll look like you know for me it's just it's too far out there to even imagine what that looks like that's great um over
1: to you adrian
0: so for someone who's hearing about maybe marketing automation for the first time, you said, you know, there's these chatbots, there's there's email, and there's, there's all of these different venues. And you said it's all very splintered. Uh, from experience, you know, where, where's the best place, if, the, if, if they're absolutely new to it, where's the best place for them to actually start doing their research and maybe implement this in their business?
2: Yeah, that's a great question. I would say the, the best place to start is where you already have assets. And what I mean by that is, do I already have an email list? or maybe I've got a direct mail list, or maybe I've already got a following on social media or whatever. But leveraging your existing assets is the best place to start because uh, you're going to waste a lot less money. (laughs) It's really easy to go spend a lot of money based on someone's recommendation. Hey, you should be on Facebook and you go and make ads and spend money to, to put content out there, whatever it is. And it just may not work. So uh, first place is start where you've already got some assets where you've already got traffic or you've already got a list or you've already got a following second place to look is where is your audience already I've see so many people make the mistake of oh my consultant told me I should be on Facebook so I go on Facebook and they just don't have a they don't have no way of getting in front of their audience there or their audience isn't there or their audience is not responding to their staff whatever and they just spend a lot of money and effort, um, wasting time to do that. Uh, same thing with, you know, Google ads. Why well, someone told me I should spend money on Google ads to get traffic to my landing page to get them into my email system. Well, if they're that, you know, that whole search thing can be complex and if you're not good at it or you can't find the people or whatever, then it's just, it's just a waste. So step two is figure out where your people already are. And oftentimes that's through partners, you know, find someone who's already done the work to gather your audience, do something with them, you know, do a joint webinar, do a promotion, do something, um, you know, it's not always like, "Hey, just go get on Facebook," like everyone says.
1: Right. Thank you, Jonathan. Yes, yeah, so so you know what? What are the kind of customers that Box out helps? Then what you know, and are there any kind of um, typical problems that you see in a lot of your clients when they come to you?
2: Yeah. Um, so our ideal client is typically a. Uh, a local uh, service business. So it could be anywhere from uh, a roofer to a doctor to a lawyer to whatever, but local service businesses um, are in desperate need of automation tools and partly for the automation so they can do more with less. But the big reason is for the follow-up. When you're growing a small business, you've got traffic, you've got leads, you've got customers. Uh, One of the hardest things to do is to follow up effectively with all those people because you have limited time and limited resources, um, but you got people coming in the door. So if you can utilize a tool like Infusionsoft, ActiveCampaign, Entreport, even MailChimp, or whatever, to follow up better uh, with those people, then you're going to have better relationships with them, you're going to make more sales, you're going to be able to grow.
1: All right. That's great.
0: Over to you, Adrian.
1: So uh, you're
0: primarily with Infusionsoft, Right.
2: Yeah, we are 100% Infusionsoft. And then I'll say everything around that. So, you know, if someone comes to us and they, they want us to help them with their Infusionsoft account, we're often going to be building landing pages, membership sites, even full websites, things like that. So we do a lot of web development um, in conjunction with, uh, with Infusionsoft. And then all the third-party tools that work with Infusionsoft, whether it's appointment setting or sending text messages and things like that. We will likely in the next six to twelve months add active campaign to our mix, uh, but right now we're solely
0: Infusionsoft. So, uh, from my days as an Infusionsoft certified partner, because once upon a time, maybe two or three years ago, I was a certified partner for five years. I remember uh, the the various stages of business. You have your stage one business, your stage two business, your stage three business, your stage four business.
1: Um, Adrian, sort of, Brian, did you become a, did you become an Infusionsoft expert at the age of eight? Then.
0: Uh, at the age of 17.
1: <laughs> Sorry, folks. Was I, did a bit my, of
0: I did my certification at 17, did the whole oh. thing, got the, got their certificate, the badge approved. Anyway, regardless of, regardless of that, they had the stage one, the stage two, the stage three, the stage four. Would you mind running, uh, uh, running, um, us through what those actual stages are, uh, and then which stage, so, our listeners can self-identify and say, "You know what? Because Infusionsoft identifies for with certain stages, and so they can self-identify. You know, maybe this might be a tool that I would be able to use."
2: Yeah, yeah, great. Um, and I can send you guys uh, a copy of this digitally if you if you want. But I actually keep this chart what you were what you were talking about. I keep it right here. There I mean, it is.
0: There's the chart. <laughs> there's
1: He's the got chart. a
2: chart, folks. Yeah. He's a true expert, Tyler. He's yeah. got a chart. I keep it right here. Um, it's interesting. The more I do this, the more I interact with small businesses, the more I find uh, this chart to be you know, really a true guiding light in, in what, what small business growth is all about. So stage one is the solopreneur stage, and they actually break down stage one into, into two different kind of subsets. There's uh, when you first start your, your side business, you know, you're working a job or doing something else, you start your side business. That's the first part of being a solopreneur. Second part is once you quit your day job and this becomes your sole source of income, you're now self-employed. And then stage two is the new employer stage. So you're just starting to hire your first person or two. Stage three is what they call steady operation. Now I've got a small team. We're doing pretty well. Stage four is your seven figure business. So I've gotten to that million dollar mark. I've got a team behind me, et cetera. Stage five is growth company you know now I'm you know, two to ten million growing and maybe bringing on funding getting some other sources and and we've got a real a real true operation going on there so those are the stages uh, infusion works really really well for the two to four stages um, just to give you a little more detail behind that stage one is kind of zero to ten K per month uh, stage two is you know it's you plus two or three other people and you're doing maybe 100,000 to 3 300,000 in revenue. Stage 3, that's the operation. I've got a team of 4 to 10 people doing 300k up to a million or so. Um, seven-figure business, the the stage 4s, uh, that's 11 to 25 people doing 1 to 3 million. Stage 5 of course is, you know, 3 to 10 million. I've got a team of 20 plus people or so. And of course those numbers are going to vary based on, you know, the the type of business, is it, you know, e-commerce, is it coaching and info products? Is it, um, you know, a lawyer down the street? You know, they're all going to kind of have their own different subset of of those numbers, but that's the general idea. So we work with businesses that are typically in the two to four range, sometimes up to five. Um, But uh, for us, an ideal customer is someone who's already got kind of steady operation going, right? They've got a business, they've got traffic, or they've got a customer list. Um, They've got products they're currently selling, and we can help them uh, grow much much faster by putting good funnels in place and optimizing those funnels. Uh, we don't work with people who are in the first stages of you know product development, trying to figure out what they're even going to do. And once they get you know 10 million and beyond, they're too big for Infusionsoft anyway, so they're not really on our radar.
0: Nice. I think that summed it up pretty nicely. So uh, <laughs> if you're if you're stage two to four, then uh, this might be a tool you're looking at. If you're a stage one to two, shameless plug. And you don't qualify to go work with Tyler, then you can come work with me instead.
2: <laughs> that's, that's awesome, uh, Adrian. You, you may be aware too that uh, you know Infusionsoft recently rebranded. Now they're they're called Keep. Yes. Correct In the process of doing that. They launched a new product, which is really more for the stage one and stage, stage two businesses, or at least it has pricing available that's that's uh, you know, easier to. To bring on when you're doing fifty nine or seventy nine dollars a month instead of three hundred dollars a month for Infusionsoft, uh, it's much more simplified, uh, much easier interface, things like that. Um, it's really picking up steam. People are liking
1: Keep a lot.
0: Nice. So again, stage one to two, then you can also check out Keep.
1: Right, Donovan. We're going to go for a break, folks. We'll be back. We'll be delving more in the world of marketing automation with a true expert, Taylor.
0: They stand behind their work with full, no question asked, 30-day money-back guarantee. So don't delay. Sign up with WP Tonic today. That's wp-tonic.com. Just like the
1: podcast. We're coming back. I'm away from my normal office and I'm melting in this co very nice co-working facility in the town of Mount Shatner uh, um, or the city of Mount Shatner near the beautiful mountain and I'm staying with some friends, but I thought I'd and they've been very nice to me these folks, but it's a pretty hot room so I'm boiling uh, um so Taylor so a lot of businesses you know it's all about getting more leads you know they come to you because they want to get more leads so can you outline that you know when you're first consulting with a client? can do you think what you offer and what infusion offers can actually get leads and can you outline some of the things you you outline to your clients
2: yeah actually absolutely um, one thing to to note is that um, like you said, everyone thinks they need more leads, and that's not always what they need. <laughs> so, Um, and so the first thing we do is, is cause them to question that, um, are we asking the right question? Uh, and and most people don't ask the right questions when they're trying to grow a business. And so therefore they make the wrong decisions. And so growing a business is much harder than it needs to be. Now, not that it's ever going to be easy. If it were so easy, everyone would be doing it and everyone would be millionaires, right? Um, it's always going to be a challenge. Uh, but uh, we can make it a lot easier by asking the right questions. The first question we need to ask is what does the data tell us? Um, so box out uh, is our company name. It's also an acronym. Uh, the B starts for, stands for baseline. The first thing we do with a client or with anyone we talk to is we establish a baseline. What are the numbers actually telling us? So we go and we get all the data on, you know, How many visits? How many new leads? How many new customers? What are the conversion rates? What are the open and click rates? um, You know, what are the repeat purchase rates? All that kind of stuff. Um, And then by looking at that, what we want to find is, and this is typically the question we're asking at most stages of businesses, what is the rate limiting factor? What is the one thing that is preventing growth the most? So it might not be new leads. It might be that, hey, we're getting lots of leads in the door. They're just not converting. And then we got another question. Do we need to work on the conversion process and the message and the offer and that kind of stuff? Or are we just getting the wrong traffic in? So it starts a whole other series of questions uh, to get to the right answer. But it might be that, you know, hey, we just need to sell our existing customers more stuff. We need to do a better job upselling or repeat selling. We need to get more referrals. Uh, We need to do other stuff, not just get new leads. So sorry to divert your question, but it's really important, I think, to understand that that feeling of, oh, I need to grow, I need more revenue, I just need more leads, uh, oftentimes drives poor behavior. (laughs)
0: I remember actually, um, while we're on this topic, I remember that presentation from Icon a couple of years ago. There's th- the, the, the three different ways to to make more money, essentially. There's number one, more customers or more leads. Uh, number two is uh, sell more to the same leads. Uh, and number three is, of course, just increase your prices. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. Um. I think a lot of people, a lot of companies, a lot of service businesses that are looking at this, Taylor, they get getting into paralysis of action. They just don't know where to begin. You know, they might want to look at this and do a few steps on their own before they call you in and your team. Have you got any kind of insights about if somebody in a company that's in the area, you know, at the stage you outlined a couple questions ago, um, some first steps that they could try in marketing automation.
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, really, it's not rocket science. (laughs) It it, it really isn't, right? If you take a database approach to it, um, then most people can figure this out uh, without having to hire someone like us. you, you want to hire someone like us if you just don't have the time or the resources or whatever to do it. But you can figure it out. If you can create the time, you can figure it out. So, um, again, it all starts with that baseline. Uh, before you decide to do anything, get some data to back up your decisions. Um, that, is, that is step number one. Um, and then once you have the data and you know what you need to focus on, I need to focus on getting new leads or I need to focus on, you know, converting leads better. or I need to focus on upselling better, whatever it may be. Then you can go find, uh, you know, resources, training, education, whatever specific to that particular thing. Um, it's very easy to find, uh, good education out there, even for free or for, you know, low dollar amounts, uh, once you know what you're supposed to actually be doing. But if I'm just going to start guessing or listening to a consultant or listening to some other expert about what I should do in my business and then trying that, you're just going to spin your wheels. And that's why people get frustrated. That's why people get disenfranchised. Um, That's why people start to think that all internet marketers are scammers (laughs) because they try stuff that's recommended and it doesn't work. Well, it may not work because you're doing the wrong thing in your business at the wrong time. Uh, so, uh, that's, that's really for anyone who's trying to do this on their own. That's the first step is get some data about where you're at and what you need to focus on, then get the education you need.
1: And where, where would you suggest they get that first data? What are the tools and the fundamentals in getting that data, Taylor?
2: Yeah. So, so you can get the data with likely whatever tools you have. Let's say you're, you've got a, a website with some traffic. You've got, you know, constant contact, for example. Um, And then then your sales system might be totally disconnected, right? If you're a local service business, um, you know, you might be processing sales over the phone, uh, in-house through QuickBooks, who knows? So you're going to have to gather data from a few different sources. That's one of the benefits of using a tool like Infusionsoft is you can start to bring a lot of that data into one place. But it doesn't really matter. Uh, If I have a website, I can get Google Analytics for free. I can install it super, super easily. If I have a, an email marketing system like Constant Contact, MailChimp, whatever, I can see basic data in there. How many people are on this list? What's my open rate? What's my click rate? Um, then I can see my, my sales, you know, wherever that's happening. How many people are actually ending up buying? Um, and so first step is probably just to set up a spreadsheet. Start pulling the data from the d- different sources month to month to month. And looking at it and seeing, you know, where where are the opportunities, where are the gaps, and if you're not familiar with what that data should look like or what it can look like, you might need to get an outside source to look at it and say, "Oh, yeah, you know, your conversion rate's low." You might not know what a low conversion rate is or a low click rate or whatever, so you might need to get a little outside input um, to to look at that. But that's the first step.
1: That's great. Over to you, Adrian. Um.
0: So. Uh, I don't actually. I was thinking of a question, and I couldn't think of one. Uh, so, do you, if you have a follow-up, I'm just going to let you. Yeah, go sure. Start. So, um, there's there's
1: there's a few kind of buzzwords. You know, there are always things that people are really talking a lot about in this area. Taylor. you know, bolts are one of them. You know, um, Facebook Messenger is another. Text messaging automation through text messaging. So I've just thrown out kind of three buzzword areas. Um, which one of those, Bolts, Facebook Messenger, text messaging, do you um, have used yourself and your company? And do you think you can, the the best one that could get results? I, I know what you're probably going to say is it depends on the circumstances of the business, but I was hoping that you might give some um, insight being that your team doing this at, Day in, day out.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's a really good question. Um, you know, that's that's often what people want. Like, just tell me which tool I should use, which approach should I use, which strategy, right? So, um, I never pro- promise
1: originality in this interview Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> that,
2: that's okay. Um, so, uh, what we have a lot of experience with internally is text messaging, um, and I'll say we've used text a lot for lead capture follow up and conversion okay and so what i mean by that is um for those people that speak on stage text messaging is a great way to capture leads right you get up on stage you're giving your presentation and you say hey if you want my free thing or you want a copy of my slides or whatever just text this keyword to this number and then you can have a whole automated conversation that happens uh, great, Jonathan, or, or great. Thanks for requesting my, my free, you know, my slides. Thanks for requesting my slides. What's your first name? You reply back, Jonathan. And then it comes back to you. Uh, great, Jonathan, where would you like us to send your, your slides? Which email address you type it in? And all of a sudden I've got your email address. You're on my list for email. I can follow up with you by text, things like that. So it's a really, really effective way. So like you said, it depends. It depends on the scenario. If you're speaking from stage, or you have a way to get a phone number in front of someone, text messages can be a great way for opt-in, then follow-up. We use text a lot for reminders as well. Webinar reminders, um, appointment reminders, things like that, because everyone's got their phone with them all the time. So that text, boom, just getting that alert is a great way for those immediate types of reminders and communications. Um, But it's not going to be good for attracting traffic that you're not in front of. right? That's where... Uh, a Facebook Messenger bot is going to be great with. You know, you can target audiences, have Facebook Messenger bot, Facebook Messenger bot pop up, ask questions, engage, have an automated conversation there, get them into a funnel that happens either, you know, continually through, uh, you know, the Facebook Messenger, or even get them into your, uh, into your email list that way as well. So um, they they both can be very effective. We have more experience with text. But Facebook Messenger bot, I actually was just on the phone yesterday with an expert, um, you know, getting some ideas about how we might incorporate that into our services or even do it for ourselves, um, things like that. So they can both be effective. Depends on kind of your strategy, what you're trying to do.
1: Yeah, I haven't really seen any examples, case studies, anything that really I thought was great around um, Facebook Messenger, really. Um, I've seen... You know, your example conferences, I know there's services that are specifically aimed at individuals um, doing exactly what you outlined uh, with your example. Because um, I had a client come to me a few days ago and we did a little bit of research for them and we found a, a couple of companies that we thought were legit and we sent that particular client their way because they seemed to be offering the service that they were looking at. Over to you, agent.
2: I'll just, I'll just comment real quick too. Um, with Facebook messenger, what I've seen with clients of ours and the expert that I talked with yesterday, um, is that Facebook messenger bots, uh, work really, really well in transactional type businesses, e-commerce. Um, and so, yeah, you pop up a Facebook messenger, Hey, would you like 10% off such and such and then yeah. hours? Yes. Great. Where would you like to send the coupon this email, you know, whatever. So you, you can get that kind of quick transaction stuff to happen there. Um, but you know, I haven't seen it effectively used with service businesses. Maybe yeah. there's a way, maybe there's a strategy we haven't figured out yet, but uh, e-commerce tends to be the way uh, or the the area where that's working well.
1: That's a great point, Taylor. I totally agree with you. Over to you, Adrian. So for uh,
0: someone, uh, I'm going to go back to like the new business and this is all new for two of them again. And, you know, they're they're listening to us talk and they're like, wow, this is all over my head. Uh, um. When someone comes to you and they're kind of that space, what do you offer them as the lowest hanging fruit of actually seeing some you know results quickly? Like everybody, you know, wants to see something like change, like they want to see a number get bigger, they wanna see revenue get bigger. So so in your experience, what's the lowest hanging fruit for someone to like just like jump in and actually see some results really, really quickly?
2: Yeah. Yeah. It kind of depends on, on where they're at with their business and, and what they need help with the most. Right. So uh, we offer our agency services, which are going to be way out of the price range for a lot of people. Um, And then we also have online training, uh, which is uh, easily consumable by most people. Uh, um, And so, you know, depending on where they're at with the business, how much money they have to, to invest um, you know, what the stakes are for them, things like that. We might steer them, one direction or the other.
0: What one is thing. the expected investment?
2: So, so with Infusionsoft, uh, you know the the standard monthly fee that people are going to be paying just for that software is about three hundred dollars a month, right? Um, and then to get Infusionsoft really working for you, uh, if you're not going to be the one building all the campaigns yourself and things like that, you're going to spend anywhere between you know a thousand to five thousand dollars a month, depending on. Uh, how much you need actually build and that kind of stuff. So our standard services, we charge $3,000 a month uh, for kind of our standard package. That's, that's kind of the range where, where that's at. Um, That's really
0: like a stage two, stage three type area.
2: Definitely. Definitely. We actually target more stage three and four for that service. Um, you know, and then, and then our membership site where people can get training on Infusionsoft, uh, training on strategy and kind of what you're saying, you know, how to identify the low-hanging fruit and go after it, uh, that kind of stuff. Um, we have a few different tiers, but you're looking at 100 to a couple hundred dollars a month uh, for access to our membership where they get uh, you know, recorded training, courses, things like that. But also they get access to us through weekly open office hours calls where they can get, get on there, ask for help, get, you know, get answers to questions and things like that.
0: So in terms of strategy, though, if someone, I know you said it depends on the business, but uh, at least in my experience, you know, mo- most businesses benefit from sending email, which is one of the most primary things that Infusionsoft does. So in terms of a strategy, what do you think someone would be able to do relatively quickly on their own without any outside help?
2: Yeah. So the, the first question I'm going to ask someone in that situation is, you know, what, what do we have to work with? Right now, you know, like I asked before, what what are the assets that we have? Typically, if they're using infusion soft, they got an email list. If they got an email list, then most likely, like if they want to see results right now, and usually when they say results, they want money, right? Um, then then what we're going to do is some kind of flash sale or some kind of offer uh, to get people interested in a higher dollar sale, right? So um, send a send
0: a broadcast. Yeah, we're going, to, we're
2: going to usually we'll do it as a sequence. We'll set up, you know. Five or six emails over the course of three or four days, hit them kind of hard, and you know have a really sexy offer involved there, and get people to either purchase that offer, or if it's a higher dollar offer, they're opting in to talk to someone about purchasing that thing, right? So that's usually the easiest, fastest thing to do, right there. Or um, it really is the same strategy, different different audience. Go and find all of your uh, hyper buyers and put together a package, and you know put an offer. Right in front of those people, people who are already buying stuff, they already love you. Um, you know, you got a great chance at getting a good response right there.
0: Option two, sell sell more stuff to the same people. That's right. <laughs> That's Option right. two. Thank you. Jonathan?
1: Yeah, we're gonna wrap up the podcast part of the show. Um, Taylor, how can people find out more about you and your company, Box Out Marketing?
2: Yeah, thank you. So yeah, people can just go to boxoutmarketing.com. Uh, You can find out all about us there on the website. If you want a free strategy session, just click the button in the upper right. That'll take you to a page where uh, you can fill out the form. You'll get on with one of our uh, account managers. They can help uh, start that process of analyzing the data and understanding your business and recommending uh, next steps for you. So we'd love to chat with you.
1: That's great. And Adrian, how can people find out more about you and your company? So if you're a
0: stage one or a stage two company and you're looking to add marketing automation and email marketing to the set of tools that you're going to use in order to grow your business, uh, then you can go on over to groundhogwith2gs.io in order to find out about our WordPress plugin that you just installed into your site and get started with that process. There's a lot of templates in there to help you get started and actually capture that lowest
1: hanging fruit relatively quickly and that 's great folks um, we 're going to wrap up the podcast part of the show. Hopefully Taylor can stay on for another ten minutes i 'm going to ask him what his views on open source software WordPress does he use it? Does his agency use it and how does he um, mix open source with a, a enclosed system like infusionsoft um, if you 're interested in WP tonic, we help e learning entrepreneurs build custom solutions on WordPress. If you're fed up with your priority system like Teachable, Kajabi, or you want to stay with WordPress and you want the flexibility, we can help you with a number of plans and customizations that we can help you with. We'll see you next week when we have a similar expert like Taylor giving their insights to make your business more successful or allowing you to help your clients have a more successful business. we see you next week, folks. Bye.
0: Thanks for listening to WP Tonic, the podcast that gives you a spoonful of WordPress medicine twice a week.